Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. This is Reba. Welcome to Rooted Deep. Uh, Allie and I are here today. We hope that you're having a great week uh, as you tune in and join us. And Allie, I know it's been it's been crazy for both of us lately. So, I mean, what else been going on at Mercy? Well, you know, it started at last month where in October, which I can't even believe it. But um, last month, I had the opportunity to just travel a little bit. And it, we're talking Southern Cities tour. I started out in Nashville. Um, I was at Belmont University, which is always a wonderful time, and then helping uh, at a fundraiser with our our new missionaries, um, Wade and Casey Rainey. And so it was just exciting. It started from there, and then we got to Liberty, and I got to see our good friend Joy Reyes at Liberty. And so these are are opportunities not only for me as the representative and as the director of Mercy Workshop to share the vision of what we're doing, but it's also... um, as a kind of in a larger scale to represent Daystar Baptist Missions, which is our mission board. And um, and so it was, I mean, I was all over the place. I was in Knoxville, I was in Nashville, Lynchburg, uh, Virginia, but I had a great, you know, just great opportunities to share our vision at Mercy. And the whole time I was there, here in the Dominican, I, I was like, girls, I'm not on vacation. So if you need me, write me, whatever. And um, so we have a social worker here in the Dominican at the workshop right now, just working on organization, organizing our process, organizing our policies and intake forms, and uh, doing some case management uh, work. And and now we're about to jump into trauma training. So it's been really busy. And in the meantime, I mean, just crazy busy, but in the meantime, several of our women, including one of the women that used to be on the street, she had been prostituted. Now she's in our workshop. She's been in our workshop for a few years. She starts seminary this week at the seminary and so yeah so it's going good the the revival that we're we're praying for is happening and so we're just really excited oh man that is awesome that's good so what about you you? yeah uh it's been good i was gonna say you sound like that johnny cash song i've been everywhere man i Um, have been yeah (laughs) so have you though yeah it has been it's been crazy for a travel time for me as well so really since actually april um and it's been a, a sprint, you know, internationally as well as is in the U.S. So last few weeks has been a lot. And that's of good because last week you didn't get to go anywhere last year because of COVID. yeah, no, yeah, like last year we were everything was just so crazily shut down. So, but when it opened, it opened like a floodgate. So, right. um, which again, grateful. There's nothing glamorous about traveling, but always grateful to be able to go to share the vision, share what's mm-hmm. happening with women around the world to be able then also just pour into other women. And uh, that's really what it's been about for me the last few weeks as I've traveled all through the U.S. doing both, speaking at women's conferences, kind of pouring into the lives of those women and saying, hey, hang on, we can do this. Uh, you know, be encouraged. God is still good. <laughs> you know, and then at the same time, being able to say, hey, let's talk about what's going on around the world and how you can mm-hmm. be a part of it. So right. that has been uh, but I did, I did in the middle of all that, uh, head down to Guatemala and yeah. we, man, we we're just making headway on opening, uh, Dare for Guatemala. We signed our legal paperwork. So we are, awesome. um, when we get the official stamp, we will be officially Dare for Guatemala, uh, or, um, 
Puente de Esperanza, Very which good. is Bridge of Hope. I know, I, I dread saying anything in Spanish in front of you. It's it's like, oh my word. Um, no, but, and for the anyway. listeners, it's always, uh, you have no idea how many times Reba e- WhatsApps me and says, what does this mean in Spanish? Or what am I about to say in Spanish? And it's just a right. way that we stay connected as to wherever right. she is. How do, yeah, which word is the correct word to use? Right. I just did that just the other day. It's like, yeah. Hallie, which is the right word to use here in Spanish? So, um, And I so had to think you. about it for a minute, but I think, I think what's so exciting about what's going on with Dare for More is just how so many times I've, I've sat in the conferences and listened to you just pour into women and understand that that's going to be a connection overseas and the way that you can, you can. And so it's almost like, um, it's almost like the Lord is releasing Dare for More just to go and do uh, in another country. I think it's exciting. Well, and you know, we have, honestly, we have you and, and to thank for so much of that as we've spent so many years in partnership now with you guys and we've learned a lot of things. And so I think God says, okay, finally, I think maybe you've got enough sense not to mess this up too bad. So we're going to let you roll, but yeah, so we're, and then we're looking at purchasing land. So really exciting as we look at building actually um, a safe house, which to be honest with you, uh, I wasn't planning on leading with. Um, and I think most everybody would tell you don't lead with a safe house, uh, but that's exactly what God's kind of instructed yeah. us to do. And so we're kind of leading with a safe house. So, um, so I'm really glad I've got friends, <laughs> I've got friends like Allie and Joy, so many people that are able to say, okay, don't do this, do this, right. you know, and yeah. so that's super helpful. But yeah, so we're, yeah. we're excited, but, um, but it's just been a, it has been an adventure and it's been a crazy time, uh, but time it's been fun. Really has and been yeah, and as as the people are listening, I don't know if you can tell in our voices that we sound pretty energetic right now. And I yeah. think it's just because there's so much going on, and we wanted to start um, some of these podcasts just by giving, uh, just updating one another, but as well as updating our listeners. But Reba had a really great idea, and I wanted, I wanted us. Um, I just think it's an amazing idea, and this is why we're so energetic about it. Is because the idea <laughs> of moti- what keeps us motivated. And so just kind of jumping right into these motivating moments, as you put it, she really likes her alliteration, everybody, by the way. Um, And so I've got it, I've got it written down, but I think it was a great idea. And as we were just kind of talking back and forth uh, about motivating moments, it really did energize us as we started Mm -hmm. the podcast. And then also just updating what the Lord is doing. I think, I really feel like you can kind of hear it in our voices, just how energized and motivated we feel right now. So we're just going to kind of jump right into that right yeah absolutely because you know right now honestly you know i know you do too ellie but i I get scared um i look at the task that's ahead of me and i know it's bigger than i am yeah and i know that i have a better chance of messing it up than actually getting it right right um i also know that it's going to take a miracle from god to get it done and so yeah yeah you know so it's like one of those things where when we're when I kind of stand at this point, even with all the enthusiasm that I do have and I'm excited about it, there's also kind of a moment where I can totally empathize with Moses as he's standing at the burning bush and he's like so fired up, we need to deliver the children of Israel. I mean, he was passionate about it at one time. He he killed a man. He was so passionate about getting it right. And then 40 years later, he's like started stuttering when God says, Okay, we're gonna go free him. It's time. Now you yeah. go, you know. And I get it. I mean, it's like, wait, are you who? What? Mm-hmm. You know, seriously? Um, so these motivating moments, I think for me, have just been kind of what I've been living out over the past few months mm-hmm. as I'm excited and I'm challenged 
but I'm also, I'm needing to draw from the word to say, okay, God, yeah, I need to step in. I need to be brave. I need to be courageous. I need to step into this and I need to be able to get out there and do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as we're going to talk about today, probably a big, huge motivational moment or this motivating moment in scripture that's really inspired me over the last few weeks has been a childhood story. One of the yeah. first ones I ever heard told as a kid, one of my favorites, David and Goliath. Um, because, I mean, when you think about it, you've got Goliath. Um, he's too, he's kept everybody sidelined for, you know, uh, several days now. The whole entire army of Israel is stumped at knowing how to deal with this giant who, yeah. and the proposal that he's giving. No one wants to come out and fight him one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And so here comes David onto the scene and David sees the need, um, feels the urgency. Yeah. And I do believe feels the calling. Okay. Somebody needs to do this. And, and I believe God would allow me to do it. Right. But there is that moment where he has to step out all by himself. Yes. yes. Onto this valley, into this mm-hmm. valley with all of his comrade in arms standing behind him, mm-hmm. unwilling to even follow him out. And everybody in the Philistines armies on the other side. And I just think about David and I've thought about him so much recently as to what he must've been feeling in those moments. If he was confident in God, I'm sure he was. And yet at the same time, there has to be this heart racing of the heart. There has to be this, this man. I know if God doesn't do this, I'm a dead man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, you know, and not just that, I mean, definitely just even when he st- had to step out, he had just heard some ridiculous uh, insults from his brother or his, his brothers. And it was like, that's one of the last things he's hearing as he does step out. And it's, you know, and a lot of times some of us can just be sidelined just by something so simple as just a criticism or yeah. a scorn. And, and he, ste- he yeah. still stepped into that. And I think that was, that was really that that would have I think that would have stumped me right then. I'm like, okay, you're right. I'll shrink back to, into myself and and go back yeah. and tend my, you know. Yeah, because they question his motives. Like you're mm-hmm. just here to show off. Right. You're just here to see the war. You know. Yeah. You just think you're a big shot. And um, you, you know, just they give question, us the bread and cheese and go. <laughs> yeah, and leave. Right. You're just a little boy. Go back to the sheep. You know, go back to the sheep. But I think they belittle him. They yeah. question his motives. Um, and you know, anytime that comes at us, it's just a, it's just a moment for shrinking because probably when it comes to big challenges in our life, we're, we're also questioning. We're already thinking the same thing. (laughs) We're also going, what am I doing? You know? And I think for all of us, you know, we're already have the doubts in our head that are real. And then on top of those doubts in our head, we've got all the other challenges that other people are throwing on top of it. Right. you know, I don't know what it was that enabled David other than the Lord to be able to push those aside and take that next step, which was to meet Saul and being, he's getting the wrong, the wrong equipment thrown at him. Right. Try it. Be like us. You're going to do it. At least be just like me. And, um, the armor doesn't fit him. So it's like again, this, Saul is not willing to go himself, but he's like, right. here's what I would do if I were you. And right. which again, you know, just take my armor, which, you know, that's not where 
David needed yeah. to be. And I, you know, and I've often wondered if he thought maybe David would have looked like him. People would have yeah. thought maybe it was him instead of David if he'd have yeah. worn his armor. Yeah. Uh, I've always wondered that. But, you know, I think there's always the temptation when we're facing a challenge in our lives to try to be like other people, do it yes. like somebody else. And, and we, the crowd says that, I mean, everybody's like, you know, this is what you should do. And yet David's got this smart about him. He's got this sense of, of, of intelligence that says, no, wait a minute, this armor doesn't fit. I've not tried it. I've never yeah. done anything in this. I'm going to end up getting killed in this stuff. So therefore I can't use the armor. I'm going to go with what I know and what right. I've seen to be try, tried and proven in my life. And that is the slingshot that I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, you have to understand these guys are, these guys standing up on the hillside are armed. They're, they've got swords, they've got bows and arrows. They've probably got all kinds of big, huge equipment that's going to help them fight this battle. And here David is going, nah, I'm just going to take a slingshot. Yeah. Just, yeah, he's just but not. It's what he knew. I, but that's the only, yeah, exactly. That's what he knew. And I think sometimes we forget the Lord's preparation when we're, when we're in front of our, um, our, our distractors or when we're, when we're struggling with, when we're struggling with our own, um, insecurities or whatever, but David, and we're trying to look like somebody else, but then at David kind of leaned back on how he, how the Lord had just prepared him. The Lord had placed him in the field caring for, and had, had, had already given him some smaller battles to fight. You know, if he talks about the lion and the bear. And, um, yeah, and which we, we would not say those are smaller. Do you I know. know. I mean, I mean a I lot. <laughs> right. I was just right a tiny little lion. It's fine. It's not a big I mean, deal. It's just, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's big stuff right there. And yet at the same time, compared to the giant, it compared was giant, probably yeah. a little, a little, uh, non threatening. But uh, if, if instead of taking each battle in a vacuum, if we look mm-hmm. at the way the Lord has proven himself in our other battles before yeah. he helps us see no i was faithful yeah. here i was faithful here you learned how yeah. to do this with me here and so that's what david could lean into and i think sometimes we forget that because we're like oh every every battle is is disconnected from everything else we've we've been we've been involved no in. i i totally agree and you know a slingshot probably wasn't the, the fanciest of um attack pieces here but honestly i do think that it was the one David knew is the one, like yeah. you said, he had tried. And it's the one he had confidence in. Right. And so uh, there's this point where we may not have, I mean, I know ministries that are, have so many, and you do too. Yeah. We know these ministries that have all this fancy stuff. They have all this big stuff. They have a big machine behind them that does all of these things for them. And, you know, it would be easy to look at those things and say, well, if I just had all of that, I could yeah. run there for more ministries or you right. could run mercy. And yet there's days, at least I know for me, and I believe this is true for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, I got this slingshot. Now, how yeah. cool is that? You know, this yeah. is like, you know, just a slingshot. And yet at the same time, God says, you know what? I've been faithful to you, that slingshot in the past. And I can still bring down giants with that slingshot today. I, yeah. I don't have to have fancy stuff. I don't have to have big. I don't have to have substantial and in yeah. my mind, I know this is uh, this is a huge area of struggle for me. I always feel like bigger is better. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, I have to say, wait a minute, bigger is not always mm-hmm. better. And God can use little. He can use. He can make. Yeah. He can make much out of it if I'll just trust mm-hmm. in Him. And that's been that's been motivating me lately to say, okay, 
don't be afraid yeah. or it's okay to be afraid, but you still have to step still have to, out. Yeah. And as you mentioned Moses earlier, yeah. um, and, and the Lord told him, you know, what have you, what do you have in your hand? You know, a staff yeah. and what did, yes. you know, what did David have, have in his hand? Uh, a slingshot. And I mean, not comparing myself to the two, but when I started mercy, it's like, what, what can you do? I'm, I want to make jewelry, you know, and yeah. <laughs> whatever, just what yeah. do you have in your hand? I have a pair of earrings yeah. as usual, or a pair of shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so a cup of coffee, you could do a lot with a cup of coffee. And hey, so you and look we at are doing coffee. Yes. Speaking so, yeah. of, you know, and so it's one of those things that um, you see in the story of Moses, you see in the story of David, what they already had in their hands. Mm-hmm. is what you know what Moses with the staff and he threw it down it became a serpent and and David uh it's again it's it's looking at the way the Lord has prepared you through all of this stuff and and using using what he's already given you and he's already put in your hand but he's already strengthening he's the one that's strengthening your hand for the task. yeah yeah and you know when Jesus was teaching a sermon on the mount you know he said you know what one of us that we can we can increase our stature if we think about yeah. it or you know, we give thought too much thought for tomorrow and we need to let tomorrow worry about itself. But what do we have today? And I think that's been really helpful for me, too. As I've looked at this, it's like, OK, I don't know. I don't know what the next step looks like, but I know what I'm supposed to do right now. Right. I'm supposed yeah. to step out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for David, it was one step at a time. OK, so I step off this hill and I step into this valley and I bend down and I pick up five stones and I load my slingshot. And I'm sure he's praying. And I do, you know, and then the next step is I'm going to get that thing going around and around and around and, and I'm going to sling that rock out there. And I still know when I sling that rock out there, there's no way a rock's going to kill a giant. (laughs) Right. So it's, and I know, and, and, you know, looking at the, at the verse in the new Testament, you know, I know who I'm at, whom I have believed and I'm persuaded that he is able. Um, And so to just understanding again, that if we're stepping out in obedience, whether it's in onto the battlefield against a giant yeah. or whether it's into a safe house on a hill in Guatemala, if it's if we know who we're we, and we know who sent us out there and who is strengthening Correct. our hands. And that's when that's why this moment in scripture is so motivating for you, because it there are so many similarities, I feel like, in yeah. in this story. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would totally agree. And, and then the more I think about it and why I thought maybe it was a great podcast idea is because I think I'm not the only one, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, who, you know, somebody else listening, their battle may be different than mine. Um, their challenge may be bigger than mine, but I think so many of us stand at this moment where we're afraid or, or we're not sure. And we believe God's asking us to, to fight for something that's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a marriage, maybe it's child, maybe it's just getting up every day and fighting through depression, fighting yeah. through a, you know, a struggle that's real. And it's like, okay, I just, I got to get up. I got to go do, I got to take the next yeah. step. I've got to make that step of commitment, yeah. knowing that if God doesn't do this, um, I can't do it in my own yeah. strength. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's so many of us, the devil just wants us. If we'll just stand on the heel. Yeah. You know, that's what he wants us to do. We're and still no soldiers difference. in the war, but we're not doing, we're not fighting. And we can feel, we, he wants us to just feel good about staying still. You're right. Yeah. You know, you just wonder how long would they have stood there at a, in a stalemate <laughs> between the Philistines and the is, is, Israelis if David had not shown up? How long would they have sat there and, right. and stared at each other? You know, and so it's one of those things where I feel like, okay, 
there's, you know, there's a time to pray and there's a time to fast. And then there's a time to get out there and, and start making, put the sling in the, the stone in the sling and start, it's, let's do this. So I really feel like maybe, you know, for me, it was a motivating moment mm-hmm. for da- as David stepped out. It was a reminder for me, Reba, it's time to step out. Uh, yeah. Even though it may, it may need, a, you may need a miracle to get it done. Um, right. But God has been faithful, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, and uh, you know that he's in it. So let's just step into it. So, you know, maybe I'm not the only one that feels right. that way and, and can relate to that and kind of can personalize that today and say, let David and Goliath be a motivating moment for you as mm-hmm. well. And, you know, and think about, you know, if you think about the parallels to your, to your life in this story, if, and anybody who's listening, um, think about kind of what you're facing, the Goliath that you're facing right now, and maybe look back and see if there's a lion or a bear, like a past battle that the Lord did prove himself yeah. faithful for. Because we've talked about this before, and I think you spoke about it in one of our, in one of your um, conferences just recently, remembering where the Lord stepped in and proved himself faithful. And, mm-hmm. and that's why, and I, I, I say this all the time, but that's why the Lord had the Israelites build altars because mm-hmm. he wanted them to remember here's where I helped you across the, the you know the Jordan mm-hmm. and here's where here's yeah. where you fought with me on a hill and here's where this happened and here's where this happened yeah. build an altar don't forget because yeah. this life is a journey and mm-hmm. so if you're listening you know maybe think about okay this I remember I've, I've had this uh, something similar before the Lord stepped in and and really proved himself faithful in this story and I think that's important to do continually. Yeah, I do too, because I, I, it, at least in my life, I know it, there doesn't come a point where I'm like, okay, I got this now. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, yeah, I yes. don't have to deal with that. Unfortunately, anymore. yes. No, you know, I'm constantly needing to be motivated mm-hmm. to do what I know I need to do, say what I need to say, act right. the way I need to act, start what I need to start, uh, stop what I need to stop, whatever mm-hmm. it is that I can put in there it always takes that moment of, okay, what's going to motivate me or, or I like, what's going to push me. Yeah. What's going to push gonna, me yeah. into action. Mm-hmm. And what's going to cause me the, my favorite part of the story is that David didn't walk toward, toward Goliath. He ran into, he ran towards him. And so what's going to push, like you said, what's going to push me or what's going to cause me to run toward that battle? Because I know the Lord is not only behind me, but he's also in front of me, um, as Psalm 139 says. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, of course, we know the story and, and nothing could be better as a little kid to hear, <laughs> you know, we used to sing this song as a little kid and around and around and around and around and around and around and around. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, this stone releases from the sling. Mm-hmm. It hits the only spot available to hit that would yeah. have even been able to hit his skin and hit him. And then God does the work. And, you know, when I was a kid, man, I used to, I could see an angel behind that stone, yeah. you know, flying at 500 miles an hour, driving that stone deep into the head of the giant. And, mm-hmm. and I think God loves those moments when his children step out in faith and watch him do what he longs to do. Yeah. And which is bring down giants and mm-hmm. just, you know, as God provides that miraculous thing. Um, and so, you know, for, I think for all of us, we can't forget that there are battles won. You know, right. this was a huge turning point, not just for David personally, mm-hmm. it was a huge turning point for Israel. And yeah. um, in fact, even afterwards you read, and it said that David, they would cry out after David that, mm-hmm. you know, 
about how many people Saul had slain versus how yeah. many people had David had slain. And suddenly David, David became a household name in Israel. And that was right. going to be the path that would lead him to be the king. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we never know what one moment in time is going to change for our futures, for right. our family, for what's ahead of us. And, I, you know, so for me, it's like, okay, um, no matter how fast my heart's beating and no matter how badly my high blood pressure is raising, I, I mm-hmm. need to step out and put faith and trust in God, do what I know he's called me to do yeah. and leave the results in his hands. Absolutely. No, that's, and, so, you know, and, and that's, and do the next thing. I think that was the mm-hmm. phrase that El, uh, Elizabeth Elliot used to say. And sometimes, you know, that's, that's the next thing is the next thing might be a giant. The next thing might just be, you know, get up in the morning and just read the Bible, you know, yeah. whatever it is, it's preparing you for those, for those moments. And yeah. The, so, you know, Hey, let's just, maybe, I don't know about you, but this has been a motivating moment for me Yeah. Uh, over the past few weeks. And may, maybe you need a little motivation today. So hopefully over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about these moments that motivate us uh, and why they motivate us, how they motivate us. And man, I would really encourage you uh, you know, you can reach out through email to to Allie or to me and tell us what motivates you. Uh, we 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 always love getting these responses just to be able to say, hey, this is what's been motivating me in my life lately. Yeah. Uh, but man, these are just important things for us because otherwise we're just going to sit on the sidelines and wait for right. what? Yeah. You know, what are we waiting on? Um, and so all of us need a push. So hopefully today's podcast has been a push for some of you. And hopefully over the next few, few weeks, we'll keep pushing each other uh, forward um, as we do great things for the Lord. So, man, this has been a great conversation. Today. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Just, I mean, again, it's been motivating just to listen to, to the excitement of the story again, even though it's such an old story. Uh, and well-known story. It's it's one of those things. And when you look at what what David's fighting for, David's fighting for the name of the Lord to be glorified. And uh, and I think that's what we should all. That's that's at the end of the day. That's what we should be pushing towards. Yeah, absolutely. And God does get the glory at the end of the story because mm-hmm. it's only He could have done it. And so that's what He longs for in our lives. So let's keep pushing. Let's keep moving forward. Let's keep giving God glory uh, and giving Him opportunities to show off His glory in our own lives and through our own challenges. So we'll see you next time. Join us on the podcast, Rooted Deep, where we'll talk about a few more of these motivational moments. All right, so you heard about the coffee, and I know you want a cup. You know, I love it because this is the coffee that actually does so many really cool things. So I, for you coffee drinkers out there, maybe you're saying, hey, I already have coffee that I love. And so what I want to ask you is, does your coffee do this? Does your coffee rescue? Does it restore? Does it do all these amazing things? If not, go out to dareformore.org. That's our store. Go right there to our website, click on shop, and grab yourself a bag of coffee and see if you don't think this is amazing coffee and also it does some amazing things. So thanks for going out and grabbing the coffee and helping us get new women cared for in Guatemala. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.